There is no doubt about it. We have a housing shortage in Toronto as far as rentals are concerned and affordable rentals. You just, it's amazing the lack of rental space. So a few city councillors are getting behind the idea of laneway housing to help with the uh, rental shortfall in the city. We're joined now by one of them, Councillor Anna Bilo. A welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you hope to accomplish with the laneway housing? Well, uh, first of all, is to have a conversation with Torontonians. Uh, the fact is that we don't have enough rental being built. We don't have enough uh, rental as it is. I mean, it's we're below 1% vacancy rate in our city. And we have an affordability issue in our city. It's getting harder and harder for people to buy homes. A lot of people have secondary units in their basements, but there are some families that need that space. So could we start using laneway suites as people's? use their lane their basement suites as a secondary suite okay so what does of income what does this look like so it it's not about severing land it's not about having a huge house because your house it's about having a small apartment maybe on top of a garage it's about having got a lot of uh, what used to be the old coach houses that still exist in a lot of uh, of places or the nanny suites that you had uh, 50 60 years ago uh, to have those as legal small apartments that could be uh, increasing our stock of rental and it for the homeowner could bring a little bit more of income could it could probably mean a family now being able to afford that house it could mean also parents moving closer to their children that might not be able to have a, to to have the opportunity to buy and now because they can have that suite at the back maybe the family is okay to still live close enough but not together do you, so so those are some of the solutions that we're hoping to get with uh, with uh, with this laneway suite would this be limited to people who already have existing garages? No. I mean, this is about creating guidelines where there's a space. So if, if, if it makes, if you have a certain set of conditions that we're going to be defining uh, and you are able to uh, build something that, you know, it's going to have to have a certain angle, it's going to have to have the windows positioned a certain way, um, that, that respects the character of neighborhoods and that respects the character of making sure that you're not being intrusive to your neighbors. And we're, we're looking at cities that have done this and have done it quite well. So Vancouver, for example, has done hundreds of these in the last few years. It's really started to put a dent into uh, into some of their ra- rental issues um, because s- they've been doing a lot of this. Ottawa is another city that has been doing so. It we're 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 not uh, we're not the first ones. Yeah, There's Anna, have you been to Vancouver there. to see uh, what their example is like? I have, I have. Okay, because you I know have. that Vancouver. I've lived in Vancouver in several places. They have much wider alleys than most they Toronto do, neighborhoods and, and lack of wide. snow. Yeah, and that's why they allowed to sever the land, and we're not looking at that. So we are looking to have the main address, all the main utilities to come from the main house still. We don't want to have that from the laneways because you're absolutely right. That is a major key, key difference. I mean, those laneways look almost like some uh, of ours. Well, they're roads. To be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. they're roads. Exactly. It's um, very different. So you said the services come from the house, so the water and the electricity from the main house to the exactly. uh, alley suite above the garage. Anna, what's to stop people from uh, waiting until uh, they get a pass from the inspectors and then insulating the rest of the garage spaces for a quick buck? Because let's face it, it's expensive to live in the city. If you've got a rental apartment in your basement, you're already uh, happy about the income it brings in. You know, the little bit of a temptation to do that. Um, you know what? It's uh, the the same reason that is stopping people now from having having illegal rooming houses or having all the 
things that are illegal. It's there's there's uh, severe risks if something is to happen. I mean, uh, I had, for example, somebody that had an illegal rooming house that was arrested because a fire happened. You know, there's criminal charges when you don't have things that are legally and according to code. So it, once it's legalized and once the guidelines and all the building codes are into place, if you are going to go beyond that and if you are going to go against the law and do something, um, there is obviously things that, that protect uh, uh, uh tenants and landlords. But the, the, the main thing is as well, we are seeing an increase of people reaching out to City Hall trying to have these units done. And one of the reasons as well for us to look into this is how can we ensure that we are proactive, that we are actually giving people guidelines so we don't have these monsters, big homes or illegal homes that are not good for anybody living in it, that we protect uh, possible tenants as well, to ensure that we are the, that we have the guidelines that are proactive, that for the ones that want to do something that fits in with the character of our neighborhood, we allow them to do, that address some of the issues that we have, but that we have the regulations in, in place that deter the people to, from bringing forward proposals that are not in keeping with the character of our neighborhoods or are not safe for, for the future tenants and homeowners as well. Uh, what about the lack of street parking in already congested neighborhoods? Because you know, I lived in Roncesville, and I'll tell you right now, I go and visit friends there. It is a nightmare to find parking. If you live there, it's a nightmare to find parking. If you're a guest, you're bringing in more people. It's only going to add to that nightmare of street parking because we still have a problem where we will, we're not allowed uh, parking, you know, uh, parking pads. So, so that is also one of the reasons why we're not allowing for uh, the severance. We do, uh, we do know that in the city of Toronto, renters have a percentage of car ownership that is much lower than uh, homeowners. Uh, that is a, a fact as well. Also, uh, it is important to note that uh, density is happening in our city. So um, are we only going to want 80-story buildings to be approved in the city? Or well, they have we underground parking usually. Yes, but, uh, you know, we also have street parking. We have a lot of public transit being built in a lot of our cities. So that's why the growth plan calls for the secondary suite. Mm-hmm. And this is the same. This is giving the opportunity for somebody that might have had a, a secondary suite in the basement, but, you know, they, they really needed a space. But, you know, the, they have a couple of kids. They really could use that space and now have the opportunity of having that secondary suite at the back. As well, well so. I know you, you know, I had a basement apartment when I lived in Toronto, and I know you, you become quite reliant on that income. So I it appreciate very important. I yeah. appreciate you joining us. Uh, citywide consultation be held December 5th at the Brickworks, correct? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Thank well, you so much. Thank you so much for your time and explaining what you guys are uh, pushing ahead with here in the consultation. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers.